Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the PR students in Kent State University's School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this week's Digital Public Relations Podcast. My name is Katie Nall. I'm Sam Farland. I'm Lauren Oglesby. And this week on the podcast, we are just going to talk about authentic brand advocacy and what social media means for brands. Um, Social media has really set apart brands that are authentic advocates for issues versus brands that might just be hopping on the bandwagon and not really standing behind their word on social media. Yeah, especially in 2020, I feel as if with all of the recent pandemic, Black Lives Matter and everything, that companies feel pressure to advocate for hot topics such as women's rights, racial injustice, and public health. Um, But it's definitely important that they are um, being authentic and advocating as opposed to just hopping on the bandwagon. Um, And people have definitely began to take notice of the difference between the two. Yeah, and social media has really put a spotlight on these brands who are saying, and standing behind these causes. And the new generation, Gen Z, really wants to support brands who care about these causes and take action. Yeah, and I think as public relations professionals, it's just really important to realize that people are caring more about really believing in the authenticity behind your brand's voice and behind what you stand for. Um, So something that we kind of did some research on for this podcast that I didn't really know that much about before was B Corporations. So B Corps are companies that really do take a stand and rather than just focusing on profit, they also focus on their purpose and the people that they support. Um, And actually, our own Sam worked for a B Corporation this summer, so we would love to hear more from you on that. Yeah, so I interned for a PR agency in Cleveland called Prosper for Purpose, and they focus on purpose-driven and ethically aware organizations or companies for their clients. And even though they're a small PR agency in Cleveland, they're just trying to do their best for the world. They're actually the only B Corporation in Ohio that is in the marketing communications industry and so B corporations basically you can get a certification and it's available in any industry so there's a lot of different B corporations out there and each one is scored out of 205 impact areas so governance workers community environment and customers Yeah, and B Corporations, there's a lot of small, um, kind of more local ones, but some of the really big brands that maybe you didn't realize were B Corps are um, companies like Ben & Jerry's, Patagonia, Swell, and um, Athleta, which is actually under the Gap parent company, Um, so Old Navy, all of those brands. Um, So I thought that was really interesting, and it's kind of interesting to think about They are typically smaller companies, but a lot of these big brands that we know of really do support these causes. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that these brands are taking a stand and trying to be more ethically aware. So another one that she just mentioned, Ben & Jerry's, they had an ice cream flavor uh, for the 2020 election called Justice Remixed, and it was cinnamon and chocolate ice cream with cinnamon chunks and brownie pieces. And so they basically just try to advocate whenever they can 
um, using their products. So for the 2016 election, they also had another one called Empowerment, and this was peppermint ice cream and fudge brownies with fudge swirls. And back in 2009, actually, before gay marriage was legalized, they celebrated in Vermont, um, where their company was founded. Um, with Chubby Hubby, they named it Hubby Hubby for that small period of time. It's just really cool that they stand behind what they believe in. I think that's off topic, but I love Hubby Hubby. That's adorable. But another company um, that's very similar to that, that is also a B corporation that Katie mentioned was Patagonia. Um, they are a huge advocate for environmental activism. Um, and then they are also very involved in politics. They um, encourage youth fighting against oil drilling and even suing our current president. On the right um, top side of their website, they are able to, if you put in like your location, you're able to um, figure out like how you can help with activism within like your local community. And since 1985, Patagonia has pledged 1% of their sales to the preservation and restoration of the natural environment. Also, they have given $89 million in cash to donate to domestic and international grassroots environmental groups. So Patagonia has done a lot of great things um, just to help their local community and just nationwide. Yeah, I really like those two examples because I feel like a lot of times, some, sometimes when brands try to advocate for issues, it doesn't really mesh as well with their brand. And I feel like Patagonia and Ben and Jerry's have both done a really good job blending their brand with the work that they do. Like Patagonia is a clothing company and clothing really contributes to environmental issues. So they've made that their stance. And Ben and Jerry's, even though the issues that they fight for might not have anything to do with ice cream, they've found a way to make their brand that they care about social justice and use what they do best, which is ice cream, to still make a stand in their marketing through that way, which I think is awesome. I agree. Another brand called Swell, which is a reusable water bottle company, all their water bottles are metal. It's similar to Hydro Flask and Clean Canteen. Um, but so actually on World Water Day, which is March 22nd, they donated 20% of the purchases to the U.S. Fund for UNICEF in support of the UNICEF TAP project. Another thing they've done is donate over 320,000 water bottles to high schoolers for free. And their goal was to eliminate single-use drinks, which I think is really cool. Companies, especially like Lauren was saying, this year has been such, such an important year for brands really stepping up um, and outside of B corporations too. Um, so I'm sure most of you have probably heard of the brand Abercrombie & Fitch, um, another clothing company, but they actually recently released in October a seven-part mini-series focused on mental health. So they had originally done what they called ANF Conversations. It was a campaign that they did to focus on social justice issues. And so they used IGTV for this, which I think was really cool because that is a newer aspect of Instagram. Um, and what they did was they had Megan Rapinoe, who played for the women's U.S. Olympic soccer team. They have had her host all of these episodes, and they are really focused on mental health health issues. So they debuted it on National Coming Out Day, and they talked about topics such as coming out, intersectionality, racial identity, trans rights, self-love. Um, and this was actually built off of Originally, they had done a different ANF conversations campaign focused just kind of generally on social justice issues. 
Um, and they do also donate to a lot of nonprofits like the Red Cross, Make-A-Wish, and the Trevor Project, which supports teens in the LGBT community. Yeah, so I think other brands will continue to follow these brands' examples, and I think it'll be more than just a trend for right now. I think it'll continue on, and people are really going to pay attention to what these brands do. And if you believe that companies like that aren't actually like seeing any profit from that or seeing any recognition for it, you'd be wrong. Um, actually, according to LinkedIn, going back about 10 years, ethical brands have outperformed their less ethical peers and outperformed the S&P 500. And in 2018, the most ethical companies outperformed the U.S. large cap index by close to 5%. And that number rose even more last year in 2019 to 10.5%. Mm -hmm. And I think a really strong example of kind of taking the leap into this and not being afraid is Nike and how they use Colin Kaepernick as a spokesperson for their brand and debuted that ad featuring him when he was such a controversial figure for a lot of people. And ESPN actually ran a survey that reported that one in five people would boycott Nike after that, but they actually saw their products and their sales soar beyond what they expected and their target demographic which is 18 to 29 year olds the group that we're really talking about with these big social media users stated that they would buy more from Nike after the ad so I think especially like Sam was saying with Gen Z like they are so focused on caring about these issues and wanting to stand behind brands that feel the same way as they do and it's not just about the product or just about getting a cheap price it's really about knowing who you're giving your money to. Um, but I think it's also important to note that some of these companies, like we mentioned at the beginning, have fallen short and they're not living up to the claims that they put out on social media. They're not living up to the statements. And I think H&M is actually a really good example. They are another big clothing company and they had used drop boxes in their stores that they were claiming um, you could donate your old clothes to and they were going to recycle them and use them for their clothing. But it actually was found that less than 0.7% of their clothing is made from recycled material. So that's one of those things where if you are doing this, especially in 2020, it's so easy for people to find out through social media, through the 24-hour news cycle. If you're not actually living up to these claims you're making, social media not only makes it easy for brands to make promises, but it also makes it really easy for consumers to hold them accountable. And with that, I mean, like Whole Foods, um, even like myself included, I always would look at Whole Foods as this like great food giant that is very authentic um, and just like making very like pure food um, and just being very transparent. But actually, it's now on my Amazon. And in 2013, they made a promise to consumers that they would label all products if they contain GMOs by 2018 um, due to the intense pressure that they had just from being that like, great food giant that they were. Um, however, that really wasn't the case. And in 2018, it ultimately led to the company completely deceiving the consumers who simply demanded label transparency. Um, five years later, the website has now edited their page and has completely wiped out the original commitment of labeling GMOs entirely. Um, as opposed to doing that and labeling foods with GMOs, they now claim to, quote unquote, appropriately educate their consumers about their choices. So 
in retrospect, they just have completely just wiped out what they said before. Um, and for me, being a consumer, um, just seeing that would definitely make me question their intentions, how authentic that they are. And like I said before, just being that it is 2020 and everyone is so much more aware and like keen to authentic companies that brands who just wipe out their main mission, I feel like would really make me wary about still shopping there. We, like we mentioned earlier, are really waking up more to realizing what is kind of just a facade coming from a brand. And we're getting smart enough to really look into what they do, how transparent they are, and whether or not they actually support these causes. Yeah. And going back to everything that we've learned in PR, it's more important now than ever for these brands to be transparent, honest with their consumers. And that's just everything that we've learned. And these brands need to learn to do that as well. Yeah, as I said before, it definitely does just show like the progression that if you are being authentic and you are being transparent, that you will see a revenue and a response. Um, and it's going to be a positive one as opposed to not being transparent because people are going to take notice of that and more and more so than ever, we're going to take action. Yeah, and I think um, especially for us with our senior year and graduating soon, I think it's going to be important for all of us to keep in mind that we are working for and representing, you know, clients that are ethical companies and working for businesses that have ethical practices and that are transparent on social media because it's easier now than ever for the everyday person to call out these companies on social media. It takes a couple seconds to make a comment. And I think that, like Sam was saying, everything that we learned in the public relations program at Kent State has really taught us that transparency and honesty is key. And I think social media just brings that to light more than anything else. And the companies that are doing this and are being authentic advocates are going to be the ones that we see really shining in a couple of years. Yeah, and it makes our jobs easier as PR practitioners to work for brands that are authentic and ethical and really stand by their morals and values. So we would love to hear from all of you about any thoughts you have on any companies you've really seen being authentic advocates or maybe some companies that you've seen not being so authentic, um, maybe being advocates, but not authentic ones. So thank you all for tuning in this week and we will see you next week on the Digital PR Podcast. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on SoundCloud or tweet us using the hashtag PROnlineChat. Chat.